When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Looks like the Lakers are going to stay the course, but uh, is that truly the best course of action? It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, Christopher Davidson Canty. What up, big fella? How you doing, man? Oh, I do well. Here we go! Here we go! Only one place to start. Why not? You know, my thumb reached over and pushed the button by accident. Yeah. Canty. Yeah. Not the first time that's happened. No, and yeah. not the last. Many, yeah. many mistakes. Canty, how about the Lakers yesterday and Rob Palinka saying that he wants to keep the young core together? I want to try our hardest to keep this core of guys together and also improve around the edges and on the margins to not only get back to where we were last year, but hopefully take the next step, um, get into the NBA Finals. There's a lot of parity in the league right now, and everyone smells an opportunity to chase a championship, but uh, we're going to try our best to stay in that pack or at the head of that pack. He said the same thing at the end of the year about the young core that they have, and I don't know that I was going as far as to call their younger players a core. I think the core of the team is the older players on the team. That's LeBron James, and that's Anthony Davis. But, Chris, are you okay as a Laker fan if you just stay the course right now and don't make a splash this offseason when you look around and see what everyone else in the West is doing so far. No, I don't think you need to make a splash. And to take it a step further, what do you have in the way of resources to make a splash with? Like, that becomes the big problem if you're L.A. You don't, you don't have anything to mortgage away. You don't have any picks. You don't have pick swaps. I mean, what do you have of consequence that other teams are going to want outside of LeBron and A.D.? Not a whole lot. You're not going to let Austin Reeves walk out of the door. For my money, he was your third best player in the second half of the season going into the playoffs. You like what you saw from Rui Hachimura in the second season. You're hoping that he can continue to take steps and grow as a player. But, yeah, I think the biggest improvement for the Lakers this offseason is going to come from the young guys getting better and from this team having continuity and not being put together on the fly. Remember, at the trade deadline, Rob Palenka made a lot of moves. He, he was pot committed with that team, and he was rewarded because they had the best record in the NBA in the second half of the season after the trade deadline. This was a really, really good basketball team, and they made huge, huge strides on the defensive end of the court. And so you're hoping with a full summer, full offseason, and then an entire regular season that this Lakers team can close the gap between where they're at and where the Denver Nuggets are. See, I think to close that gap, you need to be able to add somebody who is going to be of consequence to that. And I get it. As far as trades are concerned, forget about it. Forget about it. But, Chris, like, I, I think there are opportunities there if you want to get involved on somebody like Fred Van Vliet. Now, he's going to cost a good amount of money. He might cost you $90 million for three years. But as far as fitting in with the Lakers and the money, as far as the, the luxury tax is concerned, I think that's worth it. I think you have to find ways 
in addition to some of the cheaper, younger players that you have, whether it's Hachimura or Vanderbilt, who they uh, already are going to exercise the option on, uh, as Dave McManaman has told us, and he's only going to make $5 million. He's a very good uh, defensive player. Chris, I, I look at this team overall. I can let go of D'Angelo Russell. I can let go of Malik Beasley. I can put myself in a situation to add a player at the level of Van Vliet that may not be A level, but it certainly is a strong B plus level. Well, Van Vliet makes you a much better ball club. Like yes. I'm not, I'm not gonna mince words about that. He, he's a good player. He's got championship pedigree. He's won a ring. So I, I would love to add a guy like Fred Van Vliet to take some of the pressure, some of the ball handling duties off of LeBron James, even some of the playmaking when it comes down to the, the stretch run, clutch time in these games. I just don't know that they're going to have enough money to be able to do it. I hope they would have enough money. I don't know that they'll be able to stretch it that much because you do have to address Rui Hachimura's contract. You're going to give them the qualifying offer, obviously, but we'll have to see where that market goes. You got Austin Reeves, who's going to have a robust market. You're going to try to retain him. And I think you'd like to keep Lonnie Walker if you could possibly help it. Now, do I think Lonnie Walker is the thing that precludes you from Van Vliet? No, but I would also say, like, you want to make sure that you keep as much depth as possible. Jared Vanderbilt is a nice piece that you like to make sure stays around. And all of the guys that I just mentioned, big fella, they're 24 years old. Mm-hmm. They're, they're young. So there's a lot of runway in terms of room to grow, improvement that's going to happen. And you hope that what we saw in the postseason, having that experience, helps those guys make strides in terms of them understanding what to expect once basketball changes in the playoffs. So I just I like the direction that the Lakers are going. Even if they don't make a splashy move, I would contend that the Lakers are the top challenger to the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference. Uh, see, I don't disagree with that issue or with that statement at all. The problem is what that gap is between the Nuggets and the rest of the West. I, I know what Phoenix has done. Zero depth. Zero depth behind what they have in Beal, Booker, and Durant. Mm -hmm. I understand these other teams trying to get better and trying to get closer. Chris, nobody is close based on what we've seen. That's a team that has played together for a long time. They obviously have it all cooking exceptionally well right now. They lost one game in the last two series, and they are a team that is all together for the next several years. Their four main pieces are under contract for at least two more years. And then the only guy that you're really talking about potentially losing is Bruce Brown. I don't know where, based on the fact that the Lakers, you you want to say that they're going to grow together better? Are they then capable of beating the Nuggets? No. Well, the Nuggets have been together, what, four or five years with this core players? The Lakers were together four or five months this season. Uh, Okay, but the the Nuggets are also just more talented, too. Well, here's the thing. I have a hard time arguing against it just because of how dominant they were throughout the playoffs. They lost, what, a grand total of three games? So, I mean, I, like, I can't argue against the, the, the Nuggets' dominance, but what I, what I will say is that I think chemistry and having some rapport with the guys that you're out there with, even with the coaching staff, matters once you get to that stage in the playoffs. And, and so I wasn't surprised that the Nuggets were able to be as dominant in the playoffs. Now, I was surprised that they swept the Lakers, but I think that had more to do with the Nuggets having a forged identity for some years now, and the Lakers putting their team together on the fly. I think it's a different story 
if those young players grow up this offseason and those two teams meet in the playoffs next year. I'm not saying that the Lakers would win. What I'm saying is instead of being a sweep or a gentleman sweep, it would be a long series. Uh. And in those circumstances, with healthy AD and healthy LeBron James, as a Lakers fan, I take my chances. That's a lot of things to hope for right there. And secondly... Well, it's not a lot. It's not a lot of things to hope for. You're hoping for help for AD and LeBron, and you're hoping that the young players to help for with with AD. We know this. It was this past year, but can that continue when it, what his career is? Yes, yes, all of that is true. But the other issue is while the Lakers are the best team in the West, not named the Nuggets. What does that say about where the Warriors are at the moment? What does that say about the fact that Golden State uh, is going to make another run at this? Yet I don't think either one of us has any belief in them. No, no. Uh, listen, <laughs> everybody's talking about the addition of Chris Paul and how it makes them a smarter basketball team, and that's that's all well and true. But Chris Paul continues to get injured at the most inopportune times. What is it, three or four postseasons in a row where he's been hurt? Like, I, I just, I, how can you trust that this guy is going to be available when you need him the most? And then you're hoping that you're able to re-sign Draymond Green, but if you don't, your championship aspirations go completely away. If that's the case, how close are you to the Denver Nuggets? You're You're not. not. (laughs) And and an issue that this team had in the postseason was size. They got killed on the glass against the Lakers in that series. They got smaller this offseason. Why would I believe in the Golden State Warriors? Now, I get it. Steph had a couple of stints where he missed some games, so you're hoping if he's able to stay healthy that it would be a different outcome. Maybe the Golden State Warriors aren't the sixth seed. Maybe they're the third seed or fourth seed, something like that. But – I don't trust this Golden State Warriors team. I don't. I think the Golden State Warriors, as crazy as this sounds, are probably closer to a rebuild than a championship. Do you think that the Warriors, in a, a God for God amazes me that I'm even saying this, do you think that the Warriors are going to be talking about selling off at the deadline as opposed to trying to do something to get a little bit better? They could be. They could be. If you're telling me your title aspirations completely go away with Draymond Green getting, you know, getting, you know, signed by somebody else or, or, you know, not having, you know, Chris Paul for a couple of weeks or Steph Curry for a couple. Yes. You don't have any margin for error. None. And Clay's not the player. That's a scary place to be. So I, like, I, I don't want to discount the Golden State Warriors. And here's the other thing. They didn't have Andrew Wiggins throughout the regular season, right? That's the he, first thing he, I'll tell you. Yep. He was trying to jump back in in the postseason. That's hard to do. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt in that regard. But I, I just don't think that they're, they're, they've done anything so far or they're planning to do anything this offseason that is going to put them closer than where the Lakers are at in comparison to the Denver Nuggets. I just don't see it. And if you're going to come out of the West – You've got to find a way to be able to contend with Nikola Jokic, who is the most unstoppable force in basketball. The Golden State Warriors ain't got nobody that can see him, dog. Nope. They ain't got nobody. Nope. So, I just again, I, I don't know that the Golden State Warriors are going to be able to do enough this offseason, especially with Mike Dunleavy having his first, ha- first time having his hands on the wheel as the general manager. I don't know that they're going to be able to put together enough in order to – get close to the Denver Nuggets. I don't think we're there yet, but the really interesting team to at least watch is the Kings. Now, if if Draymond ever went there, I think this conversation changes. Yes. But I'm not counting on that. I, I don't know that that's definitively Here's the happen. crazy thing. I think Draymond Green is closer to a championship with the Kings than he is with the Warriors. Wow. 
That's saying a lot. Uh, it it sounds got, it sounds it, crazy. It really kind of doesn't. But it's not. But it's not. Yeah. And I mean, right we're not now, talking about we're not talking about the Warriors of yesteryear. No, we're talking about the Warriors right now, today. I, I, what I Steph Curry is today? What Clay Thompson is today? Hell, what Draymond is today? If Draymond goes to the Kings, he's closer to winning a chip than if he stays in Golden State. I would not disagree with that, especially when you have the talent and the young players that are going to be just outstanding in terms of being able to navigate through an entire postseason and the rigors that come with it, they're much more equipped to do it now than Golden State. And if they added Draymond Green, they've got more bodies to throw at Jokic than the Golden State Warriors would. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance. We've got so much more coming on the NBA, including James Harden. Decision time for him with the 76ers. That in just a little bit. But up next, we have got plenty of NFL to get into. Diana Rossini is going to join us on set. That means Dear Diana and the heartbreak that I experienced yesterday, the likes of which I would never wish upon anyone else. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Kenton Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL insider is with us. The, the conversation's off the air. Yeah. So much more information can be gleaned from it. We've got dear Diana coming up here in a oh, few minutes. Oh, yes. No doubt about it. And yes. Uh, Always good conversation before we actually go live on the air. But um, for those driving, listening to us now, we'll hopefully get to it. But just think about your parents. Hopefully they're around still and the state 
of mind they're in right now. So keep that in your mind, and we'll get to it, hopefully. Yes, we will get to yes. that now. Uh, but we are going to do it a little bit differently this time as far as uh, talking about NFL stuff. We're going to oh. go a little more rapid fire Ooh. with a little game that we call Respect It or Check It, which is just another way to talk about things in NFL. Respect it. Or check it. With Kent and Carlin. Okay, so first things first, Diana. Here's Jason Kelsey uh, on his uh, on the show Sports Take with Derek Gunn and Rob Ellis down in Philly, uh, talking about losing the Super Bowl and the effect that that has on you. Being on the other side of this thing and having lost one now, you can try and not let that be a factor. But man, the hunger and the desire to get back there and finish it, even though it's going to be a completely new season and new set of guys, and it's not the same team, you can't help but that be a factor for sure. Okay. Eagles are going to play in Super Bowl 58. Respect it or check it. R-E-S-B-C-T. Um, I'm probably not allowed to sing that, but <laughs> I respect it. Look, he, he always has a pulse on the team. He never speaks out of way. He's always just down and grinding. I still think, by the way, him not retiring was the biggest key element of the offseason for this Eagles team, for them to have that success to return because he's still playing at such a high level despite the fact that we know he is a veteran player. They are built to win, and I believe Jalen Hurts is just getting better. They're going to be back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Diana, I'm going to respect it too. They're strong on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. They got a quarterback that's ascending, and they got some skill position players for him to work with. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and they traded for DeAndre Swift too. You look at these teams that played in the Super Bowl, right? Even if you go back the last five, six, seven, ten years, and you see the guys that are the teams that make it that far. They always have key players in the key positions. It's that simple, right? You've got a great pass catcher. You've got a great quarterback. You've got um, a red-hot pass rusher. You've got a good O-line. And that's what the Philadelphia Eagles have again. And they made themselves stronger in those areas. They, they continue to add to their strength. They drafted Jalen Carter. They drafted Nolan Smith. They drafted Tyler Steen to fill in for Sayamalu on the offensive line. Like, this is a team that's built the right way inside out, and that's going to allow them to roll through the NFC this coming season. We underplayed that A.J. Brown trade last year, by the way. I just want to say that we came on this show, and we kind of like, we we didn't toss it to the side, but we did not hammer how big of a move that was for them and how they're going to reap the benefits. Uh, All right, next, staying in the NFC East, he's been second twice in a row. Micah Parsons will win Defensive Player of the Year, Diana. Respect her check. Oh, I respect it. What can't this man do? Look, he talks a better game than anyone else in football right now, but I like it because he backs it up. And the fact that he wants to keep improving, that he's putting on weight, and he's open to doing whatever they ask of him, I think he's going to continue to be fantastic and definitely could be on his way if the Cowboys can win. Respect it. Mm. And, and I'm going to take it a step further. I, I think this is the closest thing we've seen since Lawrence Taylor. Mm. We know Lawrence Taylor won an MVP, not just a defensive player of the year at one point in his career. Michael Parsons will be in that conversation at some point in his NFL career. MVP, Michael Parsons. Unbelievable. Dalvin Cook will join a team that makes the playoffs this year. Respect it or check it. Yeah, respect it. I think he's going to be really smart with this move. Yes, he wants the money because he's a, he's still a really good player. He's claiming he's healthier than he's ever been after getting that shoulder tweak uh, all fixed up during the offseason and actually even a little part of the season last year. So he's in a good position to go to a place. And the teams that are contending have money. The teams that he's looking at, right, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Jets, they have the space for him. We'll just see if he lands there. Respect it. What's understood ain't got to be said. Keep it pushing, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers 
I mean, I don't know if they can even spit this sentence out. Aaron Rodgers will have a Tom Brady-esque impact on the Jets. I feel like we can go in so many directions with what that actually means. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna... Well, Jordan Whitehead played for the Buccaneers and said that Rodgers, he's now on the Jets, is going to have that same positive impact. So yeah, yeah. And, and look, if Whitehead is the one saying it, he lived it. I'm going to respect what Whitehead said, that this is already starting to feel like a Tom Brady team, uh, he, if that was his experience. And I do believe that the Aaron Rodgers version wearing that gangrene right now is different than the last few seasons we saw in Green Bay in terms of the passion for the game. I don't ever undersell a rejuvenated person with a little bit of chip. Watch out. I got to check it, Diana. When have we ever heard of Aaron Rodgers setting a culture someplace? Never. Never. He's doing it Never. right now. No, no. He's doing it right now because the games don't matter. Like what they're doing right now, it matters, but it doesn't. Nobody's keeping score with practice. But when you actually get it out there on the field, I think you're talking about a different story. But, but, when but this team hits adversity, I think it's a different story. Fair game. If, I, I agree with you if it's October. There's nothing he can do. There's no games, right? So sure. all he can do is lay down a foundation and change the identity of this team, which I don't know how he was able to do it. But in June, it's changed. You listen to his teammates talk about his involvement in the meetings, the accountability, uh, just the demands he's making of the coaching staff. I mean, the New York Jets are all Aaron Rodgers. They might as well change the emblem to just a picture <laughs> of his face in a dark space because he's, he's everything, everything yeah. about him. So I think... They asked a lot of him, and he's coming through already. We'll yeah. see when it Yeah, he's changed his behavior in the offseason. What I want to see is what happens when this team hits adversity, as every team inevitably will in an NFL season. That's when we'll know whether or not the culture has changed for the Jets. Now, Jordan Whitehead is the defensive player. They had trick-or-treat Jameis before Tom Brady got there. I can understand why he would be excited about getting a competent quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So from that standpoint, maybe there's a parallel. But in terms of a culture center – and what Tom Brady did when he went to Tampa versus what Aaron Rodgers is doing, no comparison. And I'd argue what Brady did with the Bucks was, in the pandemic was more was challenging. The pandemic, <laughs> an offensive coordinator he wasn't familiar with, a head coach he didn't really know. At least Nathaniel Hackett is here for Aaron Rodgers to help with that offense. This is why I believe they have success because there's not that much change for him except the fact that he plays in a beautiful state called New Jersey. So you're saying Super Bowl year one? Got it. Kenji and Carlin with Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL Insider. A little respect at her check it NFL style. We're in for Greeny today. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are going to remain one of the top two quarterback wide receiver duos in the NFL. Respect it or check it. Ooh, I respect it. I think so much has been made of this offense. Everyone's so worried. What's going to happen? Josh Allen can't run as much. We need to change the way he does it. I had a great conversation with a coach that's been around Josh Allen a lot, and he told me the risk that you're going to take with Josh Allen in some positions, in some situations, is also the reason why you're getting so much success. He he walks a very tight rope, but when he comes through, he comes through big time. And Stephon Diggs has proved to be his best receiver when he needs a player to come through for him. These guys just need to win in the postseason. 23 turnovers in 18 games oh, last year. That was Josh Allen. I, I he saw, keep turning the ball I over. That, that go relationship go. with Steph Diggs ain't going to work out. I got to check it. Mm-hmm. I got, I'm not worried about the Steph Diggs of it all because that guy's got, what, 5,000-yard receiving seasons and running? Like, we haven't seen something like this since Antonio Brown in his prime in Pittsburgh. So, 
I'm not worried about Steph Diggs' part. I am worried about Josh Allen. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins will join a team that makes the playoffs this year. Respect it or check it. I'm going to check that. Uh, the teams that are interested in right now, the ones that we are aware of, are the New England Patriots and the Tennessee Titans. Those are two teams that I do not have as teams that are going to make the playoffs. Check it. I'm with Diana on that one. Yeah, can't disagree. And finally, and perhaps the biggest question of the day, I would have been a much better Wheel of Fortune choice than Ryan Seacrest. Respect it or check it. Check it! Wow! wow. Bang, bang. <laughs> if that's based on looks only, I get it. But come on. It's not about I mean, that. enough with Seek. He uh, is so talented. How? <laughs> you, you host every day, right? You yeah. don't understand how difficult it is. You are not that good at it. Ryan what? is fantastic. I'm just kidding. I actually do think you would have been wonderful at it. Um, look, I, I saw that announcement. I actually retweeted it. And some of it was just pure jealousy. Like, man, this guy gets Every job in the industry. But that just tells you that enough people like the guy, right? You're not putting someone in a position like that if he doesn't have talent, if he's not skilled, and if he's unlikable. They out there, they went out there and did the numbers. And he must score real high with people. Yeah. He's pretty likable. He's a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, I'm going to respect it, Secret Diana. Stuff. I'm going to respect it. I think Carlin would do a fantastic job. But the under-the-radar part of that headline is Vanna White staying on to continue to do Wheel yeah, of Fortune. Oh, Vanna, Vanna White. Wait, wait. Did you still move on? No, she's staying. She lawyered up. She's staying. That was the exact thing. She's not going anywhere. Who said that? No, they said it on ABC News tonight with David Muir. You know I watched that show We will see. We will see. Well, I saw it on the New York Post. There may the be word was much. lawyered up. This is fun. We don't have to have any credibility behind our words here because no. it's not our sport. You know, it's no. not a sport. So here we go. Yeah. So I think she's upset that she's not getting paid the same amount as the host. Vanna White is that show. She no needs to be paid equal, if not more, than Ryan Seacrest, who's just coming on. So, like, Sajak was making 15 a year. 15 a year. Oh, she's been making three a year. For a long time, and it's not gotten raises. Apparently, it's gotten bonuses. Now, nobody's holding gender, a GoFundMe for her. Gender but still, inequality pay. Five times, this is the Pat issue. Sajak, five times the amount that Vanna's making? Come on. You can give me $3 million. I go out there and turn them letters. <laughs> that's fair. But she, she should have gotten the shot. I think that's yeah. the real travesty. Yeah. She should have been like the bridge host. So yeah. she got the opportunity. Yeah. All right, let's not waste any time. She's our life coach. Dear Diana. She's your life coach. I think she should go with her initial instinct, which is, I'm going to avoid this. Hop on Bumble. Go find some other love somewhere else. <laughs> it's time for Dear Diana with our life coach, Diana Rossini. Tweet your questions using the hashtag Dear Diana. I'm ready to go. I, I don't know how it is that I just caught Hop on Bumble. <laughs> Wow. I didn't catch that before. I don't know how. But see, this is the point. You get the truth. No uh, doubt. This no question, lie. first question from Chris in the Bronx. Dear Diana, how many buttons undone is acceptable on a man's shirt? Ooh, I just had this conversation on Sunday, actually. Such an interesting topic. Um, so I'm Italian, and we're all about the chest hair. So <laughs> and you spent a great deal of time at the Jersey Shore. I do. Oh I am. A, I want to see all of it. So I'm a big four buttons down. <laughs> wow! And wow! If you have a gold chain, call me. Wow! <laughs> wow! 
Wow. Uh, listen, Diana is the ultimate uh, the authority. Way, he is Chris in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, he I has been listen, hammering. When, 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 when Diana says something, that is law. So she's yeah. saying that it's okay to have three or four buttons undone. The Richard Jefferson, Dan Orlovsky, Alan Hahn look is mm. in vogue. It is. And we take Diana's word for it. Now, so I actually had this conversation because uh, my son was baptized over the weekend, my baby. So my older son will be two. We put him in a little suit. And he looks so cute. And I was doing the buttons. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, he's a handsome little boy. He's Italian. It's a big day for his little brother. He should shine. So I undid a couple of the buttons. And my husband came in. He said, we're going to church. What are you doing? I said, all right. And I lost the battle. I think the two-year-old should have rocked it out. That's amazing for a baptism. That's <laughs> amazing. Um, all right, Diana, uh, this uh, next question. Uh, dear Diana, which celebrity rivalry do you want to see in a cage? Now, this is based on, uh, Chris pointed out earlier, it's Elon Musk's birthday today, and apparently there's the whole Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg thing that Dana White's trying to put together. So which two celebrities do you want to see in a Ooh. cage match? Okay, so outside sports, uh, I want to go Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, that's wow. a great right? one. That's, that's like great one. That's outstanding. So that's, like, that's the original you took my man, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I bet you as freaky as Angelina Jolie is, and, and I, I feel like she would probably have like a black belt, right? Like she seems like someone that studies and is unique and into martial arts. I think Jennifer Aniston is all about the Pilates, and she would just flex on her, and I think she would win. So that would be my number one. And my number two would be... Um, Justin Bieber's wife and Selena, because they got big beef over Justin. Oh, by the way, why do okay. oh, I know this stuff? I read <laughs> some weird stuff on the internet, but those are my those are my celebrity ones that I can think of off the top of my head. What so, do you Diana, got? the remix to "You Took My Man" beef. My wife came up with this this morning. Beyonce and Rihanna. Beyonce and Rihanna. Okay. Listen, Beyonce this has collaborated hard. with everybody in the music I know, industry. I know. Except Rihanna. But, but she's shown support for her. I've yeah. seen her because I've watched that too. Like, oh, how do they get to manage this? You know, who is Becky with the, with the good hair? Nobody yeah. knows. That's who I want to find out. I think Solange knows. That's why Jay-Z had all that trouble in that elevator uh-huh. once upon a time. A billion dollars the one, in the, the elevator. The, the, one time, the one I came up with, what? Pete Davidson and Kanye West. Yes, get it over with. Yes, yes. Just do Let's it. just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and do see, it. But I, they like, both move on from the, Kim, but I still want to see the fight. I still think, though, in 2023, people don't fight enough. Everyone's so nice because of social media. Everyone just wants to get along. I feel like when I was growing up, there were more celebrities that didn't like one another. Yeah. They were more out yeah. about it. So we need to get some beefs going. I mean, speaking of, like, undone buttons, The Rock and, and Vin Diesel. Yes! Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, yes! I did not know that like, they did. that like should happen other, at DJs yeah, yeah, in Belmar yeah, yeah, or down, down the shore. That should happen Front on the Jersey Shore, yeah. no doubt. Front row seat. Uh, I, I would to, I would watch that without a doubt. But look, I think the the fact that you didn't get the Wheel of Fortune job, I am sorry about that. I know that I that was a dream it. of yours. Um, you and Ryan Seacrest, look, I think all you had to do is smack him beside the head, the hair would shake, and he'd be done with Oh, I, if it was me and Ryan Seacrest in a cage? I think it should be a royal rumble. You, Ryan Seacrest, and Jim Gray in the cage, and whoever comes out wins the match. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. la- the match would last very long. <laughs> I wouldn't say that about many people, but those two, I feel good. <laughs> Great seeing you, as always. Thank you, guys. And Great valuable. to be here. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL Insider. It's Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Two home runs, 10 strikeouts, take a guess. That's next. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Brainstorm, what is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning, noise-canceling headphones, meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that Grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash greenie, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greenie. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. Understand Otani left his pitching assignment because of a cracked fingernail. Here's a pitch that he hits well out in the left center field. It's carrying deep out there, and this one is out of here. Cracked fingernail or not, Otani, the hitter, is in his second home run tonight. We're getting out of hand here with Shohei Otani. That, of course, is the call on Angels Radio AM 830. Out in California, it's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. You know, he's got 28 home runs. He's got 13 in the month of June. So he leads Major League Baseball in home runs. Last night he struck out 10. Mm. Um, mm. What? I mean, he hits two home runs in the game and he strikes out 10. 
what can this guy not do? Six and a third last night. The four hits, look at the, the walks, hits to innings pitched is, is one. I mean, he's, he's been that good, including the walks. Chris, I can't get over what he is doing this year, but maybe even more so, I can't get over the fact that the Angels are actually finally doing it for him and winning games if they're 44 and 37 and they are in the last wild card spot right now. Well, when we talk about the Angels, let's be clear. We're not talking about Anthony Rendon, who's on the IL right now, but he's been absolutely atrocious. Under the radar, that has been one of the worst contracts in baseball. Oh, no doubt about it. But that's what makes what Shohei Otani is doing that much more impressive. Like the supporting cast, the bats that were supposed to be surrounding Otani, not only in the lineup, but giving him run support, haven't all stepped up. It's been guys like Brandon Jewelry that have been showing up and being able to help. Now, Mike Trout being able to stay healthy and play in 75 games absolutely helps as well. But what Otani is doing right now makes him the single most valuable player in all of sports, period. He's the single most valuable player in all of sports. If you look at the valuations from Track based on what he's doing as a pitcher, he's a $200 million player. Based on what he's doing as a hitter, He's a $340 million player. Think about the bidding war that's going to kick off next winter, next hot stove for Shohei Otani. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I remember coming into this season, Buster Olney and others were saying that there could be a a potential auction at the trade deadline. Guess what's not going to happen? That's not happening. The Angels ain't trading Shohei Otani. Right now they're tied with the Yankees for the first wild card in the American League. This is a team that could actually go to the playoffs. And if that's the case then maybe the Angels aren't out of it in terms of being able to retain Shohei Otani. So it's just been really impressive what he's been able to do as a player this year on both sides of the ball. And, and big fella, I just I don't know that we've seen anything remotely close to this in our lifetime. We haven't. We haven't. Here's Jesse Rogers, ESPN MLB insider. He was on Sunday morning on ESPN Radio this week on where to start with an Otani contract. You start with basically the highest package and the highest AAV of all time, or at least one of the two, right? So you're thinking $45 million plus. Everyone wants to get to that $50 million 10-year deal. That would be $500 million. I mean, that's what it has to be, right? It has to be any other contract, whether it be the short-term ones by Verlander or Scherzer or one of the long-term ones we saw last year or even Trout's. So it just simply has to be the biggest package of all time. I don't care if it's a million more than the the next guy or five or ten, but that's where it starts. And then you see how many people want to get involved and how how high it goes. I'm comfortable this offseason going to 600 million for Otani if I had to. Mm. I'm comfortable doing that, given the (laughs) fact that the guy is two players in one. He is a dominant starting pitcher with an ERA of three. And that can only get better. And he is a dominant offensive player. I mean, it just doesn't happen. So if we're talking about, let's just put the baseline at a half a billion. All right? Mm -hmm. 500 million. I'm more than comfortable giving that to Otani. Who else in sports are you handing $500 million to right now? Pat Mahomes, and I don't even blink. Don't even blink. Pat Mahomes has already got two Super Bowls. He's been to three. He's got MVPs. It's Pat Mahomes. Going away. Okay. Yeah. He got 450 last time, yeah. and we know that that deal's going to get redone here soon. Yeah, in the next couple of weeks soon. Yeah. Like, yeah. he just got that deal three years ago. They're like, yeah, you know what? We got to redo it. I have to Because he's you, that damn good. You know, based on the fact that he's only 28 years old and what he does, I give it to Jokic. 
I'd be mm. okay giving it to Jokic. Like, if they want it, like, and granted, Oof. you know, the structures of the NBA, we understand how this all works, and it's not going to happen. Yeah. This is a hypothetical. Hypothetically, at 28 years old, based on what I've seen, Jokic can have half a billion dollars. So you don't have a problem parking $500 million into Jokic for the foreseeable future? No. How, how, how much longer do you think he can keep up at this pace, being the most unstoppable force in all of basketball? The most unstoppable force, I think he could keep that up for five years. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I, I think he could keep that. And I think that he has enough traits that beyond that, he can be a really, really good player for seven to eight. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, his passing, that's not a diminishing, diminishing skill. Yeah. His shooting, not a diminishing skill. Yeah. I absolutely, he may not be as physical. He may not be as dominant inside. That's why I'm comfortable with it. Because I think I can get eight years out of him. So it's clear that I would only give $500 million to Pat Mahomes in football. There's no other player in the NFL that I would give that kind of money to. Right. Is there another player in the NBA that you would give half a billion dollars to? Right now? Right now. No. There's not one other player? Nope. This guy just is so far and above You wouldn't give half, half a billion dollars to Giannis? Because he's going to be eligible for a contract extension this summer in Milwaukee. You wouldn't give it to him? No. I give wow. $400 million maybe. Wow. Yeah. I mean, because Jokic does... Giannis has been the best player in the world before this season for but, three or four Chris, years. Jokic does a lot of things much better than Giannis, too, if we're being honest about it. I mean, he's a, he's a much better shooter than Giannis. He is not an adventurer at the free throw line. He is a better passer than Giannis, and Giannis is a good passer. I mean, he... And all of that being said, Giannis no. won back-to-back MVPs in a championship two years before Jokic did. Okay. No. Jokic has now done that, too. No, I, so. I'm not saying that he hasn't, but there's more runway for Giannis because he's younger. But Jokic does things better. Okay. Right. Does, does more things better. Okay. Is there anybody super young? I mean, can you even say, based on what everybody says he's going to be, that you would do it for a guy like Webb and Yama? <laughs> I would consider it just because of how good he's going to be instantly on the defensive end. I would consider it. Yeah, I would. I, I would consider it. Not, not in a million. Years. I, I mean, Nike, Nike's already got a sizable investment in him. I don't know that it's nine figures, but it's up there. Uh, given the amount of times he's been injured before, I mean, he stayed healthy this year, and maybe that'll continue to be better. At that size, as you age, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. I can't give him half a billion dollars. No, not yet. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.